she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. Adult daughter. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters propping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're just the easy scum. answer is... Oh, really heated between Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy. In last night's GOP debate, five contestants on the stage. M. Wynn is with us from Washington, D.C., ABC News, Washington. M., thank you so much for being here. Yeah, it's great to be here. Certainly a fiery third Republican presidential debate. And with that clip, I'm sure you heard just at the very end, you heard Haley saying, quote, you're just scum. So certainly the sharpest exchange of the night. It seems to me that this is more than just theatrics at the debates like this has gotten really personal these two don't like each other and ramaswamy's running all rubbing all the candidates the wrong way has it gotten personal are people running out of patience it feels a little bit more personal this time around of course we're always seeing contention on the debate stage that goes for any year there is an election but uh certainly we saw when the families went up onto the stage there was a lot of tension between haley and ramaswamy they clearly don't like each other but I think that specific attack from Ramaswamy, and by the way, he's always trying to attack the other candidates, trying to have that breakthrough moment. But that seemed to backfire because Haley over online, you know, when they're watching this clip, she's kind of seen as this protective mom, a person that people can relate to. So it didn't really help Ramaswamy. Instead, it seemed to help build more momentum for Haley, who has been building momentum over the past few months. Well, in M, there, nobody was off limits, right? He first blasted the party, then he blasted the moderators, then he called out Haley, then he called out Haley's daughter, right? I mean, there was like nobody was off limits. And, and I wonder how much that, that wears thin over time. Yeah, certainly. We've heard from Ramaswamy. His verbiage is very aggressive. That hasn't changed. It's maybe taking up a little bit more going after Haley's daughter. Um, but in this case, you know, certainly we're going to be watching out very closely for Ramaswamy because he is doing pretty well in the polls. I'll say that Haley has been going up much faster than the other candidates in terms of percentage points. But Ramaswamy is right there with her. You know, he's gotten a lot of support from other supporters. And maybe it's because he is trying to stick out, become, you know, another version of the former president. Um, and certainly we've heard a lot from each of the candidates last night from a whole host of different issues from Israel uh, to Ukraine to the off year election. And the thing is, we didn't hear a lot of the former president. You know, we heard a little bit here and there, but candidates seem to snipe a lot more with each other than trying to make the case against the GOP frontrunner, who, of course, was not there on stage. Um, so Ramaswamy last night, every article I read, every single one, literally said he was the loser last night. I mean, he called Vladimir Zelensky, the leader of Ukraine, a Nazi. At one point, you talked about the stuff with Haley. He, to Greg's point, seemed to attack everybody except Donald Trump. Yeah, exactly. And that seems very questionable as to why he's not going after the former president. But certainly there is a reason why a number of these candidates don't do that. And that's because of course, the former president has a very vast number of supporters, and they don't want to get on the wrong side of those supporters. They want to gain those supporters, maybe say something that will gain their uh, vote, not something that will turn them away. So they're walking this very fine line. But the issue here is that they are so far behind uh, the former president at this point in the polls that if they don't do something to make something different in the next debate that's coming up in December, 
it's going to be just these candidates really, really far behind. Um, and until they can actually have that breakthrough moment, until they actually can go head to head with the former president, it seems like these uh, candidates are just not going to make it as the nomination. And do experts believe that the trajectory of the race was changed in any way based upon the events last night? You know, just slightly, there seems to be much more momentum for Haley. You know, just according to a New York Times poll, for instance, this week, Haley actually outperformed the former president in head-to-head matchups with the with the current president, uh, President Biden, in key swing states in 2024. So essentially, this poll said that Trump would beat Biden in five out of six swing states, while Haley, if she went head-to-head with Biden, she would beat him in six of the six swing states. So that's just kind of a, a piece of evidence to show that Nikki Haley has been gaining that traction um, and certainly, I think this debate helped her out even more so. So we're going to be watching out very closely for the fourth debate that's coming up December 6th in Alabama. That time, there's going to be an even more difficult threshold to pass in terms of polling and the number of donors they need. So we potentially could be seeing even fewer than five Republicans on stage. And when ABC News is with us from Washington, so Tuesday was not a great day for Republicans. In many races, they lost across the country. Many issues that are important to Republicans and part of different platforms, uh, they were on the wrong side of on Tuesday. One of those is abortion. And it took more than 90 minutes into the debate before the topic of abortion came up. Is this clearly a strategic decision to steer away from this topic that doesn't seem to be resonating with Americans? Right, exactly. And I feel as if Republicans have been kind of switching their messaging when it comes to abortion. As you mentioned on Tuesday, big losses for Republicans, for instance, in two races I'll just mention real quickly, which is the Ohio ballot measure. Abortion rights supporters won. They enshrined the right to abortion and other reproductive care. That was actually a swing state that voted twice for Donald Trump. So that's a big win for abortion rights supporters in Kentucky. The Democrat, uh, Democratic Governor Andy Bashir was able to fend off a Republican challenger. So certainly at that point, it's another big win for Democrats, because remember, in that state, Trump had actually won by 26 percentage points. So overall, we heard on one hand from the debate last night on this off-year election, there were candidates admitting they did not do very well in this election. Ramaswamy saying, quote, we've become a party of losers. Um, And then, of course, it was the topic of abortion, which we didn't expect to hear too much about because, you know, Republicans have been kind of pushing away from that really strong language against abortion. But we did hear a little bit from each of the candidates. We heard from Haley. She reiterated her position as pro-life. She says she wants to find those compromises between both sides of the aisle to limit abortion. She says essentially like she will... Uh, be able to agree on whatever the two sides of the party, uh, Democrats and Republicans, whatever they can embrace, that she would be supportive of that. We heard from Tim Scott. He said there was a 15-week ban. Um, We heard from Christie, who actually broke from the rest of the field to say that there should be no new federal limitations on abortions. He said this issue should be decided between each state. And, of course, that's former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie who I'm talking about. ABC's M. Wynn, thank you so much. Thanks so much.